thing ahead of the big game weekend, also known as the Super Bowl, of course. Michigan economist Dr. Timothy Nash from Northwood University joins us frequently on this show to sort out some of the economic numbers we see come across week by week. And yesterday, uh, he co-authored a piece in the Detroit News about the economics of the Super Bowl. And uh, Dr. Nash is joining us this morning on WKZO. Good morning, Dr. Nash. Good morning, Ken. Happy Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> yes, indeed it is. And uh, although uh, not every single person in the United States will be in front of the tube for the Super Bowl, it's a pretty significant audience that will have eyes on those TV screens this weekend. It, it, it certainly is. You know, the, the crowd is estimated to be close to a quarter billion people when it comes to watching summer all of the Super Bowl. And, um, and uh, when you look at those that are attending uh, Super Bowl parties, uh, they're going to spend about uh, almost $90 on food, clothing, and uh, uh, alcoholic beverages for the Super Bowl. So it, it'll be quite the event this weekend. Well, when you take into account everything that gets spent from uh, the things you mentioned to uh, tickets for the game, if indeed you can get a ticket to, to this game, the economic impact of this game uh, is, is staggering. It can't really be underestimated. Well, you, you know, depending on if you, if you just look at pure dollars spent, it's, it's just south of $18 billion on the event. You look at the multiplier effect, and it's, uh, you know, it's... Um, the size of a small, well, I'd say it's the size of a medium Fortune 500 company's revenue for the entire year. That's that's just just the Super Bowl. It's probably close to fifty billion dollars. The economic uh, of a small country or a, or a Taylor Swift concert, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, you're at least right about the small country. You're right. Yeah. So uh, how much does this really add to our, our economy? How big is this? I mean, if we, maybe we should have a Super Bowl every month or something like that to uh, boost our economy. Well, you know, you know what's amazing when you, when you sit down and you look at the data uh, and, and, and you discount for inflation, as you know in that article in the Detroit News, the first Super Bowl in the, in the uh, mid-1960s, it was not sold out. It was played at the uh, Los Angeles Coliseum, and the tickets were $12 per ticket. And, again, they didn't sell out. And so if you, if you took that and then you, you said, all right, let's, let's um, add in inflation, what would those tickets go for today? And the, the tickets would be worth $112 today if you adjusted for inflation. And then, as you noted, tickets right now are the range for the tickets, and they're, they're all over the map because you really don't know what the secondary market is. People, booking agencies, sell them on the secondary market. We'll, we'll have a better analysis uh, maybe in a week or so. But right now, the range is between ten dollars and $15,000 a ticket, and the average is about 11000 a ticket right now. Last year, the tickets sold for just under 9000 a ticket on average. So you, you think about uh, this has gone way beyond inflation. This is something that people love to go to. They love to attend. And, and the thing that was probably most striking for me was when Lamar Hunt, you know, Mr. Hunt has passed away, but his family still owns the Kansas City Chiefs. Lamar Hunt took a real gamble, and he took $25,000, which would be a quarter million dollars today, and he bought what was then the Dallas Texans, and quickly moved them to Missouri, and today they're the Kansas City Chiefs. 
And so you think about it, 25 grand adjusted for inflation is about a quarter million today. But recently it was assessed that the Kansas City Chiefs, if they were sold, would be worth $4.6 billion. And so as you think about it, um, the, the sport is something that people love. The sport is something that people find a great respite in. And, and as we noted in the, the article, it's probably one of the few times during a presidential election year that you can sit next to your, your friend who you disagree with adamantly regarding politics and you have a great weekend and you're rooting for the same team. And, and so it gives us a little break from our differences and allows us to have a commonality with people we may not uh, during the regular part of the year. Well, I hope that's the case, and uh, and everybody is a civil to one another <laughs> on yeah, Super Bowl yeah. Sunday. And uh, as you pointed out, apparently it's it's good to own an NFL football team these days. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, it absolutely <laughs> is. And uh, and you think about um, you know, as you said before, the other thing that we um, we forget about outside of the Super Bowl. I remember years ago we did a study with Mr. Davidson, who used to own the Pistons, mm-hmm. and he built the Palace of Auburn Hills with his own money. And one of the points that he made was that um, one of the reasons why the Pistons were such a successful franchise is that you know you had Pistons basketball games, home games, eighty-one or forty-one home games. You had uh, preseason games, you had playoff games, and so let's say that was about say 70 games or 70 days out of a 365 day year. But Mr. Davidson made certain that the palace of Auburn Hills was being occupied. Somebody was doing something there about 350 of the 365 days. So a well-run team that takes that asset called their stadium and uses it well, uh, it, it can bring in, dramatically higher revenue than just the football team. It helps the community. It helps the tax base of the state. And, and it employs a lot of people. Uh, one of the co-authors of that article, uh, a friend of mine that I went to college with, Mark Zimmerman, he ran the Georgia Dome, Georgia World Congress Center for a long time. And the Georgia World Congress Center is the second largest convention center in, in the world. And and when the when the, um, the Georgia Dome wasn't being used for sports, it, it often because it was right next door to the Georgia World Congress Center, and so they strategically built the Georgia Dome so it could be used during the off season with conventions and and other activities. So yeah, uh, it it is it can be a tremendously strong asset, not just for the owner but for for the community in which it's located. Well, sports fan or not, sports is big business here in the United States and around the world. In fact, and nothing's bigger than the big game coming up this weekend, the Super Bowl. Michigan economist Dr. Timothy Nash has been with us. Uh, you can check out his uh, article yesterday in the Detroit News about the economics of the Super Bowl. It's very interesting reading, and we appreciate you joining us to uh, share the, uh, some news about that this morning with us here. Ken, always a pleasure. Keep up the great work. Thanks.